episode eight. My goodness, two months of season two. This is getting exciting. So today I wanted to talk to all my students out there. I feel like recently there has been a surge of students writing in. Like, see when I say a lot of people's problems or worries right now or anything we've kind of been talking about from what I've been posting on the podcast Instagram is always kind of going back to student life and this podcast episode might not relate to everybody because you might not be a student or you've maybe left now but there's going to be things you can take away from this even if you're not a student or never have been. There's pockets of advice in here that you can carry into other aspects of your life for sure. So the reason why I wanted to talk about student life is because of that reason obviously but also because we're back into semester one of uni again like or college whatever you're whatever you're studying and it's tough like it's so hard to keep up as a student and you're trying to work, you're trying to have a social life and go out on all the student nights and things like that and use that to your advantage. You're also trying to go to uni and attend your classes. You're also trying to study. You're trying to do so many things on top of one another. And see, the truth is, guys, that never, ever stops. Just when you leave uni or college, it always is kind of like that. I feel like since I stopped uni I've only gotten busier and it's almost like you leave uni you've got all this free time so you fill the time with things and before you know it you're so much busier. So as you guys know I've spoke about this quite a couple of times I obviously was a student for five years so I went to Strathclyde uni and I studied international business with Spanish so I've obviously spoken about that quite a few times I don't want to bore you like I think we all know by now what I studied at uni if you're an avid listener but I do just feel like it's when you're a student it is really really difficult to create all the pockets of time that you need to do everything and it's because you don't know how to and it's because you're learning and adapting as you go and to be honest studying is hard I think people think like being a student is like such an easy life and don't get me wrong being a student was one of my best days it was actually probably when I had the most free time to have fun as much as studying took up so much of my time I know what students are like I know we go out and party I know we go out and have fun I would say 90% of students do those things and there's some people who obviously don't like that is fine but honestly I recommend that you do that because you need to have fun but already I'm derailing. I wanted to talk today about my survival tips for getting through your studies and still coming out on top and also falling on from leaving what that feels like and the kind of anxiety around it and I know we've touched on that in a previous episode but it was more so briefly I want to deep dive into helping you guys as much as possible so like I said I studied for five years I have a master's degree (laughs) yeah I've got a master's degree obviously now one thing I want to say is in first year uni when I went to uni so this is for all my first years here 
I was so close to dropping out in first year. I hated it. I had no clue how to do anything at uni. You go from being handheld at school almost to going to uni with zero fucking clue how to do anything. Like, I had no clue what a reference was, how to reference. A funny story, actually. I didn't know that when you referenced, you had to reference the author within the paragraph, right? I just shoved a bunch of references and titles in my reference list at the end. I didn't quote anybody. So I literally plagiarised my first full essay. Obviously not on purpose, but I remember my turn in score was like 60% or something like that. And I was thinking, I don't know what 60% means. And I remember saying to one of my friends, she was like, oh, what was your turn in score? And I was like, oh, it was like 60. And she went, 60? So it's meant to be under like 15. And I was thinking oh my God, have I cheated? They're going to think I've cheated. They're going to throw me out. And genuinely, I had no clue. You need to learn all these things as you go. And I honestly, I still didn't know how to reference properly by the end of my five years. I think the last year I did actually get it. But I remember first to third year, it was constantly pulled up in my feedback. Like, you need to reference this, you need to reference this, your references aren't done right. And I'm like, I'm following the bloody guide that you've given me. I don't know what else I can do. That was me in uni, didn't know how to reference. But you need to learn all these things as you go. Like, obviously, you know how to write essays, but personally, I had never written, like, a long, lengthy essay before. At school, like, you do, like, many essays, but it doesn't really set you up for the workload that you have to do at uni, as well as the lectures you need to go to, as well as the tutorials, the classes, the studying, so many things that you have to do and think about from uni alone. Never mind try to have a part-time job and make money. Never mind try to go out and see your friends. Never mind doing anything else apart from uni. It is so difficult. Now, I didn't live in like student accommodation or anything like that, but I'm going to talk about that as well in a wee sec. I lived at home when I was at uni and I used to get the bus. If anyone's from my area, there was a lot of people that maybe listened to this that maybe got the X1 bus. I got the X1 bus to uni and I remember it was a 10 minute walk to the bus stop and it honestly took about an hour to get to uni when actually it was a 20 minute drive. But you know what it's like, a bus is just slower and there only was two every hour. It was a nightmare. But I still got there and I got the bus for like the first two years until I genuinely was like, I cannot be bothered with this. The reason why I changed from getting the bus to driving in was because I found out that when you're a student, you can get a discount in NCP. I don't know if that's still the case, by the way, but you should really check that. There was like a little building that had a code in Strathclyde Uni that you could use on the NCP app and then you could get a discount. So look into that if you're not already, by the way, because the NCP car park is right on Strathclyde Hill, basically. So I also wasn't in as much after two years. So like I wasn't in every single day. So it kind of worked out for me. But this is the thing. It was trying to balance all these things, driving into uni, paying for parking, all that kind of stuff, all these expenses added up. So you do need to work. You do need to have time out with uni as well. So I didn't stay in student accommodation, but I know a lot of people that did and they absolutely loved it and they probably have a bit of a different survival kit to me. But I know that anybody that stayed in student accommodation, Aldi and Lidl, it's probably your best friend. I'm sure there's apps and things you can get that give you discounts when you're students. And I don't mean like uni days and student beans. I mean like 
apps for when you go out and stuff like that or to get like discounted food or maybe you could use uni days and student beans I'm not a student anymore so I don't really know what's on there but definitely look into all of these things and embrace not living at home like it's going to be the best time of your life so basically when I went to uni I was obviously trying to learn how to do everything on my own because you don't get as much support and I remember we had a multiple choice test in the very first year this is another reason why I wanted to give up and it was for marketing which is funny enough because I do quite a lot of marketing now um but it was first year marketing and I actually loved the lecture um what was his name again oh that was it I don't really want to say his full name but um his name is to be determined I guess but he was such a funny lecturer and he was cutthroat but it was funny like just one of those people that is like so controversial but you enjoy it one of those ones so I quite liked first year marketing I just wasn't good at it I remember we had a multiple choice and it was weird it was negative marking so it was out of 50 but for any answer you got wrong you got a double mark wrong so say you got 10 wrong you actually got 20 wrong so you would get 30 out of 50 rather than 40 out of 50 I don't know why it was done like that but I remember I get 25 out of 50 which meant I got zero I got zero percent in one of my marketing tests in first year how is that actually possible it was possible for me so I was kind of feeling like uni's obviously not for me I'm not smart enough for this there's people way better than me I was comparing myself and I just thought there's no way I'm doing it and I says to mum that's me leaving I was like I know people that've got full-time jobs and not went to uni they're happy I want to do that she was like Rebecca you've not even gave it a chance and I was kind of like yeah I know you're right but I'm not doing it so I eventually just went do you know what fine I'm going to stick it out and I made it to fifth year and I bloody graduated so yeah I did make it in the end but I think when you're a student the main things that I would say to you probably the most important thing is to have fun have fun while you're at uni because this is probably the most free you'll ever feel I feel like when I was a student, as much as I was worried about my studies, my results and fitting things in, I'm so glad that I immersed myself into student life as much as possible because I had an amazing friend group at uni. I honestly loved my friend group at uni and we all gelled in so many different ways. We all bounced off each other with ideas and when you study business, there's different subjects you can take so we were taking ideas for some people in our friend group who were maybe doing management then people were doing marketing HR and finance and all these kind of things and we were all working together which was good but we were also having fun like we went on trips together we went on nights out we went student nights we had like fun nights in but also we were there for each other when we needed to get assignments done and we would sit in that library together and we would get it done no matter what and I honestly loved that like uni was one of the best times ever for me in that sense and obviously sadly we went into you know the covid kind of era and that kind of pulled our friendships apart because we were always behind a screen at uni rather than in person so that was kind of shit when that happened but 
you need to have fun like go on the student nights out embrace freshers weeks like embrace all of these things because you don't know when the next time you're going to get it is like when you leave uni you just don't really have that anymore I feel like uni for me was when I felt my richest because I was getting sass and I essentially call that free money and you also um feel your most free because you're just having fun you're in the library you're at classes you're working you're balancing all these things but it's kind of fun at the same time so first of all make sure you're having fun second of all let's talk about sass I took out sass four out of the five years now did I need that sass no I did not need sass did I take it for four out of five years yes do I have 20,000k 20,000k do I have 20,000 pound in debt aye I do right but the way I view it is it's the lowest loan you'll ever have in your life and you don't need to pay it back in big installments so it's not really a big deal to me anymore like I don't really think about it but I would say if you're going to get sass think to yourself do I need the full amount first of all because more than likely you don't especially if you're still living at home there's no need for me to get that two if you are going to get sass try and use it wisely don't have like 500 pound come in every month and let 500 pound go out every month one thing that I was very sensible with was as much as I went on really good trips and things like that with my sass I put a lot of it away and I saved a lot of it for when I wanted that money and a lump sum some for something say it was for a house deposit and I'm not saying use your sass for that I just mean don't be totally stupid with it save little pockets of it so you've got it for a rainy day or an emergency or something that you can use it wisely with and if that is a holiday and you've never been to bloody the Maldives before and that's where you want to go like or Ibiza like bloody do it right I went to bloody Maga nah, um, I never went to Anapa I went to Zante um, I went to Magaluf I went to Ibiza and I went to Ibiza a few times bearing in mind I went to Marbella like I went all these amazing places I probably couldn't have done it without having that sass every month but just don't be daft with it do you know um but I'm no financial advisor so take that with a pinch of salt with your money you can do what you want but that's just my personal opinion I'm quite glad that I saved quite a lot of it because I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of things if I hadn't so I'm thankful for that and number three a main thing for me is make sure you are organized seriously guys if you don't get everything organized I feel like I actually sound like a robot when I say this in the podcast about organization but it leads your life it genuinely leads your life if you are not an organized person you have to become one like genuinely you will not get through life or you'll only get so far with not being organized and without being on top of things with uni I really struggled to be organized I didn't know what organization was sometimes and it wasn't until I got a diary I thought right this is when I'm working so I'm doing PT hours 6 till 9am in the morning then I'm going to class for 10 o'clock then when I come home I'm going to have my dinner I'm going to um, study 6 till 8 then the next day I'm doing that and every day was kind of different for me so I had to make sure that I was doing that and balancing that with work for me personally was it was actually manageable and that's me being honest but it's because I knew exactly what I was doing and I had a goal in mind of what I wanted to do 
and why I was doing it so that was a big thing for me so when I was organized I felt more at peace and especially in my final year that was making a huge huge difference so I was really overwhelmed in my final year you can imagine anyone that's done a dissertation it is hell on earth as well as having to do exams other essays tests I was like seriously can it not just be a dissertation um so I did the dissertation and I probably couldn't have done that if I hadn't done this what I did was I broke down every single section of my dissertation thought right how many words do I need for each and I'm sure this is pretty normal to do like it's in the guides when you when you're doing your dissertation but within each of that I wrote down the sections and how many words of each sections so say a section was only 300 words for it was maybe something quite small I would say to myself right you've got from 10 till 10 30 to do that 300 words phone away and that's all you're focusing on because something that I'm very guilty of is I'll start something without finishing it because my mind's thinking of the other task I've got to do so I then go and start the other task and before you know it I've not finished anything and I'm overwhelmed again because nothing is still not done so I'm like for fuck's sake like I've still not done anything and it's like that kind of wire in your brain that it just won't stop it just won't stop and you're just trying to balance everything but the one thing I recommend is finishing what you start don't write down a big to-do list with 25 things on it thinking you're going to get that done for the day let's be realistic see it most on a to-do list that you're going to get done sometimes is going to be like two to three things so you need to be realistic and see when I started being realistic with my dissertation with my organization of it I actually started getting shit done so you've got to think of it that way please when you feel like you're going to give up with that dissertation don't just do it just keep going it feels almost like an anticlimax when you hand it in but see when you finally graduate it is such a nice nice feeling like I loved my graduation and I wasn't even that into my degree by the end of it but I was so buzzing to dress up in my gown go and get my certificate or whatever it is your diploma or your degree what do you even call that and I loved it it was an amazing day and you can have a wee dinner with your close friends or family I absolutely loved it so for me it was just good to finally feel like all my hard work had paid off but when I was a student I was obviously trying to work as well so I obviously have been growing my own fitness business now to most people if they see me they'll be like I'm a personal trainer so they'll be like yeah Rebecca's a personal trainer as much as that is true I'm a business owner and when you flip it like that my degree could not have been any better of a degree for me and the career that I chose and business is so broad that there's so many things and so many avenues you can go down with it that I'm actually really happy I have my degree because it's helped me with a lot of things like I said marketing wasn't something I was good at but now I'm more on top of it um, and it's more beneficial to me to have all that knowledge than to not and as well I feel like sometimes with your degree it can help you get your foot in the door with things and um, not that you need to be proving yourself to people but if I've maybe got something that I want to do and I feel like my degree would kind of bump me up to do that then I will use it like a hundred percent I will shout about it there's no shame in that at all but when I was at uni I was obviously 
about two to three years into my degree, I found that I wanted to be a coach. I'd really found the gym. I was enjoying the gym. I used to go to the gym like before uni all the time and I loved it. But then I was like, made a little fitness page and I thought, right, I could actually probably do this as a job. Like people were messaging it and I was thinking, right, I was like, maybe I can do this as an actual job. So I then got my qualification and I started PT in a private gym. Now, I was still a full-time student and I was thinking, God, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? So I remember for my first week, I hosted free, I think it was free PT sessions for a whole week or it was like £10 sessions for a whole week, like taster sessions, something like that. And I remember, like, I remember I had so many people come in for it that week and that's not me trying to boast about it. I just mean... I was overwhelmed. I was like, I can't believe all these people want to come try out with me. I'm just this new PT. Nobody knows much about me. But people always say to me, it's like your personality and your vibe that has made me want to sign up. You seem relatable. And I always carry myself on that because that's why I had all those taster sessions that week. And I remember being like, right, I'm going to try it. And I remember, I actually remember this. I had 21 people sign up that week. And I thought, oh. Oh, how the fuck am I going to have 21 clients? I was like, I feel like I barely know what I'm doing. I feel bad for my clients who started that first week because like I was kind of winging it as much as I had my qualification. Like I'd never directly done it properly. Um, And it's funny actually because one of my clients is uh, recently kind of joined back with me and she's like, Rebecca, it's night and day now. Like it's so funny and it's so nice to look back on. We were actually talking about it recently, um, my client Lauren. and. It's just funny to look back on sometimes like that moment of like, fuck, what was I even doing? So I had signed up 21 clients and I was still full time at uni. So the only time that I could PT was 6 till 9am because my classes never really started till 10 or 5 till 9. Or if I was in till 5, there was like a few, one odd day I was in till 5 and I think I had to do like 6 till 9 that night. And I remember for so long, I worked 6am Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, went straight to uni. Then I would come home and I remember Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, I would work 5 till 9pm in the gym. So there were some nights I was up at 5am to teach, um, to be in for fitness at 6am. Then I was coming to uni. Then I was going straight back to the gym. Seeing this time, you're lucky if I had even ate. I'd probably went to the, the chippy van, which was outside Strathy. They don't even have it anymore. It's a shame. I used to go to the chippy van and bloody eat on the way. Like I genuinely was not balancing it, but I was just doing it. If that makes sense, I wasn't balancing it well. I was just getting it done. And bear in mind, I was still trying to do my own training. If I had an hour gap, like I was training, I was making sure I was doing my sessions as well. And I found it really hard. And then at the weekends, it was a case of that was the only time I had to study. So I had to. And I remember at the time on a Saturday and a Sunday, I used to work in Asda as well. And I'd done that for about six months. So I was doing all of that at the same time. Well, I worked in Asda for about two years. Asda Bakery Hamilton. Guys, I actually used to do that. I can't believe it. Um, But I used to work there at the weekends as well. So you can imagine how burnt out I was eventually. And eventually something had to give and it was Asda. So I left Asda and I focused on being a fitness coach, focused on my studies and I tried to prioritise some time for myself and my friends and fun. And that's exactly what I did. So sometimes guys, 
some things have to give like you can't always make every single night out you can't always take every overtime shift you fit you can't you physically can't you need to work out what your priorities are and guys your priorities shouldn't always be uni 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 like it can't be that you you need to try and distribute your time more evenly and you need to have yourself at the top of that list like if you have uni at the top of your list every single day all you're going to do is burn out again and that is not what you need so when I was trying to start up my fitness business I was like oh my god this is a lot and like I just said I was feeling overwhelmed and it was hard but it made me find my passion whilst at uni and there was a lot of people at uni and my class and stuff they didn't really know what they wanted to do and that's absolutely fine like you're not meant to know what you want to do but I do feel like I remember kind of there was a kind of group of people that I felt like they almost not judged me right but they almost liked that didn't like that I was trying to balance other things on top of my studies so it made me less appealing to go in a group with because I wasn't as focused so I can understand why they didn't want to be in my group I wouldn't want to be in my group either I'm lucky I even had friends at uni to be honest like my best friend Catherine that I met through uni how she put up with me sometimes I do not know um I think I've spoke about her before but honestly she's a best friend for life she is a um what's their friends what do you call them like a for lifer right um but I'm derailing a wee bit here but I felt like because I was trying to work in the morning call straight to uni then I was tired it was like it just wasn't great and I remember I had spent some time abroad in the summer and somebody had grasped me in because I'd missed like the first few weeks of uni back and somebody had grasped me in because we know you're abroad and I was like yeah like that's why you've not been in classes and they tried to chuck me out uni (laughs) and I had to go on a zoom meeting and be like uni means so much to me like I have every desire to finish my degree like I had a script written basically that my mum had helped me with because she was like you are not getting thrown out and I was like I know I don't want to get thrown out but I low-key did want to get thrown out as well and I remember thinking like I know somebody's grasped me in it's like a given and it's things like that you're just like oh, do you know what whatever whatever but I get it I get it as well I do get both sides but that's totally going off topic talking about that it's not even about other people it's about you but when I bring that up I more so mean like just focus on yourself like who cares if there's somebody that's not been at class for weeks who cares if somebody's getting better grades than you ask them how they done it oh what would you have done what did you do differently or how did you get that or how did you do this part this way that was the part I struggled with ask people doing better than you for help right ask your lecturers email them I know that sometimes you don't get a lot back but ask for help People think there's no help or support at uni. There is. There actually is. You just need to go and find it. Um, And you need to try and create a good network at uni as well. Like as much as I didn't fully immerse myself into my studies in the sense of like, oh my God, I need to get like the best grades in this class. I know that if I was stuck, I could go and ask somebody that was doing well and doing better than me for help. So in that sense, I felt all right about it and I think what's funny is when it came to exam time I was never a nervous person because for me it probably didn't matter as much to other people um and like I didn't have a job on the line to be like you need to get a 2-1 you need to get a first to get this job as a grad job like my degree my path wasn't going to be like that whereas I know a lot of people were 
But I think my approach made me a lot more relaxed and made me more chilled about what I was going to achieve. And in the end, I still passed. I still got my degree and I am so proud of myself for doing it. So that brings me on to what happens after uni. And I have spoken about this in the podcast briefly before about the pressures and everything in between. Like, it is so hard sometimes because you've maybe got people telling you from your family, you need to get a graduate job, like that is a be all and end all. Or you've maybe got people saying, oh, you're good at that. Like, why don't you go and explore that? You're maybe not brave enough to explore that passion. You're maybe wanting to do the kind of matrix route of getting the degree, going the graduate job but you don't want to or you're maybe trying to get the graduate job and you really want it but you're working yourself that up that much that you're so nervous for all the interviews all the processes that you're already shooting yourself in the foot you need to believe in yourself if you're going for these graduate jobs you need to remember majority of the people you're up against are the people who are the best people in the classes right so you need to show off your skills and abilities I know that I personally never went for any grad jobs but a lot of my friends did and a lot of them working grad jobs now there's always kind of like a team part process of the interview where you work in a team see if you're in that team go and be the leader go and make suggestions go and do things that some of the people aren't doing because that's how you're going to get the job that's how you're going to get seen and if you're not being proactive you need to think right how badly do I want this and I know it's nerve-wracking I know you're scared but you've got to have a bit of fear in you sometimes to push you forwards and it's a good thing go and get uncomfortable at these job process applications and and go and get it if you really want that if that's your dream grad job go and get it go and get it um but on the other hand if you don't want a grad job who cares you don't need to get a grad job that's the end of it I felt like when I was finishing uni I know that my mum really wanted me to go and get a grad job she's like oh you've just done your degree you should really go and do something with it and in my head, I was like, and I remember my grandma was asking me as well, and I was like, I already am doing something with it. Like, I'm running my own business. And I remember being like, oh, that's so annoying. They don't see it that way. And I would get frustrated. But I know that in the world that they were brought up in, that's what you would do. It wasn't like you go and finish uni and you've got your own business. And like, it wasn't just like that. So I actually considered it for a long time and I remember going to my careers advisor being like this is what I'm doing right now I don't know how to grow this on my own I don't know how to do this and I'm like maybe I should go and work abroad or maybe I should go and get a graduate job and she was like right you want to do a lot of things right now but what do you actually want to do and I was like one thing I want to do is I want to live abroad and one thing I want to do is I want to be a fitness coach and she went right forget about everything else focus on that and I was like okay that's what I'm going to do. So use these things like the careers advice meetings. Like I know that the careers advisor sometimes comes in and speaks at lectures and stuff um, and be like, email me if you need anything, but genuinely book a meeting. It was really helpful for me. She also gave me information to like entrepreneurial, like not funding. Um, it was like programs and stuff like that, like to kind of upskill. And she showed me things that you can apply for funding as well, which I never actually done. Um, it wasn't something I needed at the time, but if you're trying to get funds to get a startup business, maybe it's like you're doing design and you want to start a clothing company and you need to buy the products in bulk and things like that before you make a profit. Like things like that is when you you would need actual money to do it or loads of other things you would need it for as well. But I remember almost falling into that pressure of, right, I'll just go and get a grad job. And it's funny because my friend Catherine, she works for 
Microsoft. I'm sure she won't mind me saying that, but she works for Microsoft and she's got an amazing graduate job, as you can imagine. And I remember thinking, oh, right, maybe I should go and do that then. And I was looking at her and I was saying, oh, that's a great job. I think I'd actually quite enjoy that. And I was convincing myself that I would enjoy it, right? And then I thought, oh, it's just not my passion, but I need something that I'm passionate about. And you're comparing yourself to all your friends doing things. You're comparing yourself to what your mum and dad's saying or whoever's living at home with you and you're thinking, what is the right thing to do? And I can't stress enough, do what you're passionate about, do what you love because that is what's going to win in the end. And that's exactly what I did. I went away and I worked on my fitness business and I would say I graduated last year and I would say in the past year, my business has grown more than ever because I've had all my time dedicated to that and I would say more so even now in the last maybe four or five months it's probably grown a little bit more and that's just because when I graduated I did have a lot of free time but I was still in a quite a big build phase for growing my business and I was doing I was still doing like other things at the same time because I still didn't fully believe like let's take this coaching business to the next level um but I'm in a place now where my business is doing so well and I'm not ashamed to say that. I feel like people are like, oh, she thinks she's doing so well and da, da, da. it's nothing of the sort. I have got so much more to give. I've got so much more to do in terms of like the growth that I have as a vision for my business. But where I'm at right now, I'm proud of myself for getting to this point so far because I'm doing really well and I know that I have built an amazing community of females. I have built an incredible service that changes people's lives and I will never be ashamed to shout about that because it's true. It is true. Like if you want to change your life, get on my Instagram, at GetVipReb, sign up, message me. There's no harm in sending that DM to me and asking for help. There's no shame in it. But I wouldn't have got to where I am without learning everything I learned at uni, without going through the barriers and the obstacles at uni and without bloody everything else, without having fun as well. Like, do you know what I mean? So I think uni was really important to me. And probably one of the last things that I want to touch on is about studying. So when it came to studying, this was one of the hardest things for me. And I know I spoke about bringing the to-do list down and not having a big, huge one. But one thing I meant to say on that is, see when you are studying and you've got all your friends and you're all doing the same thing, use each other. Genuinely use each other. I'm not saying copy and paste. Use each other. Ask them for a reference for something you're talking about and vice versa. One thing that me and my friend in our last year did my friend Alex, he, um, we were in the same boat last minute, total idiots, always had everything last minute and we were like, why have we done this to ourselves? Again, you would think we would learn, but we never. So me and Alex were like, right, what is going to fast track us? We used to swap phones so that we wouldn't go on our phone, right? And we would swap phones with each other and say, right, we're not allowed to go on our phones until we do 400 words. So we would sit opposite ends of the library and sit tight my way being like right we need to get this 400 words done or I'm not allowed to go and get my phone back and it was a good wee bit of like almost like a healthy pressure put on us but we're working in rewards and do that as well like say to yourself like I'm not allowed to do something until I've done something 
if that makes sense. So, like, I'm not allowed to go and get a chocolate bar until I've finished that paragraph. Or I'm not allowed to go and get lunch with my friends if I don't finish that thing. And that worked really well for me and it worked well for a lot of my friends. And we, we managed it in the end. And I feel like it's hard to give someone a direct survival kit on what to do with uni or college and throughout it and when you leave because you don't really know like you are kind of winging it as well like I feel like only now I feel like I'm not winging it I feel like I'm like I've got control over my business I've got a great group of girls in my program I've got a thriving community and I'm like this is class like everybody's doing so well and I've got control over it like I know exactly where everybody's at and I feel like it's only now that I feel like that and that's what coming from building a business is like you're going to have roadblocks you're going to have things you struggle with um and it's the same with uni it's the exact same with uni you're going to have essays and subjects that you're not good at but you're going to have other things that you are really good at so use your um strengths to your advantage and work on your weaknesses you can never know so much and I guess the Espanol was a benefit and I did it in the end so I might not be fluent in Spanish but I could hold a good conversation so that is my story of being a student leading to running a business leading to my next adventure and on that note I have a really big announcement in the next episode and the next episode is not going to be in the podcast studio, it's going to be somewhere else and I actually can't believe that I'm doing it but I think this was the perfect episode to finish on before next week's episode because it's everything that has happened has led to this next step in my life and it's a huge change, it's probably one of the biggest changes ever in my life it's one of the bravest decisions I've had to make as well and I'm buzzing for it I've really accepted it and I'm just taking it in my stride and I'm buzzing for it I'm going all in I'm diving in and I can't wait so you can reach out and message me your um guesses but for anybody that's got me personally on Instagram you'll probably already seen it now but I'm going to share my journey in the next episode of the processes of what I've done, why I've done it, how I'm doing it and just tell all because I know that there's so many people that are listening that want to do what I'm about to do and the sky's the limit. So on that note, the sky really is the limit. I'll see you in the next episode. Remember to make sure you are following on Instagram, TikTok and subscribe to YouTube. Make sure you're involved on Instagram at the Modern 20s and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.